Welcome to Before Breakfast, a production of iHeartRadio. Good morning. This is Laura. Welcome to the Before Breakfast podcast. Today's tip is about how to make better introductions, ones that put awesome people together and help nurture your relationships too. The first part of this tip is to realize that you should make introductions. I know some people listening to this are natural connectors, and they spend their entire lives thinking about which far-flung corners of their networks should be brought closer. But for many of us, this is a far more acquired skill. It's taken me a long time to realize that if I like and admire person A, and I like and admire person B, there's a pretty good chance that person A and person B would get along or at least have enough in common to have a productive phone call. Some people don't have space in their lives for any more connections, but those people are relatively rare. This game of introducing people is one in which you can bat 800 or so pretty easily. That is, if you take the second part of this tip to heart. For an introduction to work, you need to ask both people if they want to be introduced. Now this might seem like an unnecessary step, Given if you know both parties well enough to be making an introduction, they are 95% likely to say yes. But sending each of them a note or calling them ahead of time to get permission does a few things. First, it gives you a chance to explain who the other person is without that person being part of the audience. So you can be a bit more straightforward about why the introduction will be useful to each person. This also means that when you do send a note introducing both parties, each will know who the other person is and why they should be connecting. When people fail to do this, it can just be confusing. I've gotten introductory notes for people that just say, you two are awesome and you should connect. And while I have no doubt that the other person, let's call her Beth, is awesome, I'm doing some frantic Google searching to figure out who she is before responding to the email. And then I guess totally wrong about why we should be connecting right now. Beth might want to talk because she's also into podcasting but my Google searching turns up that she wrote for a publication I used to write for. And so I think it's maybe something about that. Both of us will waste time trying to figure this out. There's always the chance that you'll find out an introduction isn't a good idea right this second too. Maybe one person is about to depart for an offline month-long retreat, or you were about to suggest someone send in her resume to the other party's company, and you find out that party B just got fired and it's a bit of a sore subject. Again, these are unlikely scenarios, but finding this out ahead of time saves you all from wondering why party B isn't responding, and if you did something offensive. Party A might not be happy to be introduced and reach out and get crickets in return. I'm sure she'll forgive you eventually, but why take the risk? Double opt-in introductions are the way to go. But when you do these, you can make all sorts of wonderful things happen. People get hired and get new long-term clients. They make new friends and meet new lovers. You change the world for the better. And that is a great use of time. In the meantime, this is Laura. Thanks for listening. And here's to making the most of our time. Hey, everybody. I'd love to hear from you. You can send me your tips, your questions, or anything else. Just connect with me on Twitter Facebook, and Instagram at Before Breakfast Pod. That's B-E, the number four, then breakfast, P-O-D. 
You can also shoot me an email at beforebreakfastpodcast at iheartmedia.com. That before breakfast is spelled out with all the letters. Thanks so much. I look forward to staying in touch. Before Breakfast is a production of iHeartRadio. For more podcasts from iHeartRadio, visit the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you listen to your favorite shows.